Hello, fellow travelers. Today our adventure begins, not with the bard spinning its epic tale, but in the library of the carriage rest inn. Between the crackling fire and the overstuffed armchairs, we find a patron, lost in the pages of a story. A story about heroes, villains, and a merry band of adventures caught somewhere in between. Let us also get lost in this adventure. Alright, and welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales One Shots. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, Mike. We have Katie and AJ with us at the table again to continue their adventures, but we're going to let them introduce ourselves. We're going to mix it up and say to my right we have... Hey guys, it's Sam and I play Woods on the regular podcast. You guys all know me, but today I will be continuing the adventures of Elliot Lane. He is a druid half-orc. We're also going to spice it up a bit and we're going to give Elliot a bit of an accent. So we're going to go through and I think we're going to talk in, in somewhat of this Irish, English, Scottish, probably a wee bit of Canadian accent. Uh, it'll morph and change as we go, but it'll, it'll be fun. Awesome. Uh, and I am AJ. I'm playing Gimbal Garrick. He's a rogue who also happens to be a gnome. I had to think there for a second. You're good. It's all good. <laughs> so looking forward to seeing what kind of more adventures he gets into. I think uh, we're finally getting a grasp of this D&D thing. And I'm Katie, and I, yeah, I think we are getting a grasp of it, but still quite learning. <laughs> learning curve. I am playing Bryn Layden, and she's a woodland elf, and I am super excited for the shenanigans. Mm-hmm. And she's a ranger, right? Oh, yes, she is a ranger. She's a bow and arrow. She's a bow and arrow. I love it. Kind of girl. So we are going to be continuing on with the Candlekeep Mysteries uh, book from the Wizards of the Coast. So we're going to be doing chapter two, which is also meaning they are now level two. So we just did a level up with them. So if you're hearing some new abilities from them, that is the reason why. But I did tell them they needed to listen to their episode before we started because we're going to pick up right where we left off. And with that said, what happened last time? So last time we went and hunted down the wizard Matrius and we found the mystical, it wasn't, it was like a mansion. Oh yeah, it was the, it was the... What was it called? The multi-level. It was um the mystical book of whatever. The book turned Warden. into a house. Yeah. Warden's mystery. Warden's, yeah. 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 So, Warden's Magnificent Mansion. That was what? it. <laughs> it was the house in the book. And, you know, Gimbal over here got attacked by a broom. And then he, he did get attacked. He did. By, he, did. he fought that broom valiantly, though. <laughs> yes. Really, that was a brilliant. And also decided to take up a, a, a sword fight. <laughs> he did. I yeah, did. your parrying yes. skills probably needs a yes. little help. We met some very cute cats. We and did. collected seven books. I'll be honest, I was <laughs> a little upset that the cats had nothing to do with what we were doing. I expected more from you on that, Michael. And Kumin and Col- I, I did Colliander. like Kumin and Colliander. Was, <laughs> yes, <that's laughs> Cor- Col- Colander. 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 Kumin and Colander, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we had the mimic chair. That yep. was fun. Yes. And basically, we saved Matrix's life. We right? did. So we ended in his bedroom with all of us taking care of him. He woke up and realized that he owed us a debt. Yeah, it was us some favors. Three debts now. Yeah, three, three debts. <laughs> yep, which is because there was a monster that got released from some reason that used to be under watch from Bryn's tribe. It got released and has been turning all of the woodland creatures into stone. Oh, okay. Part of that was Elliot's clan was starting to get some effects of that stone petrification as well, which is why you guys were all on the hunt for Matrix, and you found out it was all due to the same demon, which I cannot remember his name off the top of my head. Um, oh, I, uh, Karnak. 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 That's a good demon name. It is a very good demon name. 
that is where we're going to start off. Matris is in the wizard tower with you guys. You've just saved him. He's kind of getting his strength back and he's going to say, okay, so I think we need to go take care of Karnak, but unfortunately I need to get some supplies set up because he's quite a powerful demon. And we can't just go take care of him. We need to prepare. So I'm going to need two things. I'm going to need you guys to go get me a copy of Mavroff's Mighty Digressions. Mav Mavroff's Mighty Digressions? Yes. Mighty uh, Digressions. Those are mighty big words. Yes. He's a very <laughs> interesting author. He kind of had a lot of ramblings, but I did find last time when I sealed him, there was a particular spell in there for sealing demons that worked really well. We can put him back in a tree and be done with this situation. Right, we're going to put him back in the tree of, of Bryn's clan. Put him back in a tree. I don't know how he got out of the tree that Bryn's clan put them in, but... Not quite sure either. Okay, maybe we'll pick a different tree or a different clan. Maybe why don't you take care of it? Well, why can't we put him in a tree here? We can put him in a tree here. That's fine. But we need the book in order to have the spell that I can I... use to put him in there. So you guys are going to do that. And I'm going to go meet my friends and pick up some black pitch tar because we're going to need that in order to finish the spell as well. Elliot's going to look at her new friends and be like, I feel like this guy's losing it. I Yes. It's it friends. certainly seems like it. Well, you said friends in a very weird way, too. Yeah, the friends in the eye roll. Yeah, they're, I guess, more acquaintances than friends. There's some kind of crazy druids that... Um, oh, easy there. Easy there. Druids. Calling a druid is crazy. Well, they, Which not they to be the are best. actually a little bit crazy, so I don't know how else to say it. So <laughs> they don't do really well with outsiders, so I think I should pick up that one, and then okay. you guys can go retrieve the book for me. I do believe you can probably find a copy of it at Candle Keep. I this Candle Keep keeps coming back around. It does, it but does. in order to get access to the library, you need to present a book. So I'm going to give you guys my copy of Stella's Magnificent Muffins and Other Baked Goods. <laughs> okay. And uh, maybe you can use that in order to gain entry into the library. Okay. Stella's Magnificent it Muffins. It doesn't other... sound like an equal trade. I don't, yeah. <laughs> so Candlekeep is a huge library. And the way that it is so big is that the only way to gain access to the library is you need to present them with a book. Do they keep the book? They do keep the book. Interesting. So a book for a book. Yep. And then oh. while you're there, you're welcome to read any of the books that you want. Or in this case, we're going to have it copied down for us. But they will always keep the originals. Ah, uh, so we're do we have to transcribe the book? Well, you can either pay to get it transcribed, but it's quite costly, or you can transcribe it yourself. Are you funding this mission as a part of our favors? She rolls for <laughs> it. Um, persuasion. Sure. Roll persuasion. I got a 14 and I'm adding two, so 16. I might be able to fund the transcript for you guys to write it, but I don't think I'll be able to fund. We have to amount. pay to write it ourselves. Yes. Well, that, that seems doesn't seem silly. to make sense. They need to, to raise funds somehow. They're just collecting books. <laughs> I mean, how expensive can a library be to run? Well, if it's a magical library with it's magic, thousands it's free. and hundreds of books. I think there should be a book in there somewhere to probably just create money out of nothing. Yeah, how to create money That's for just, dummies. That, just do that. that was banned by King Azarov <laughs> long <laughs> ago. Well, that's just silly. It is. So now with this fee that we're going to do to do our own copy and give us the parchment and the pens and all the things that we need, the ink and the quills. Yes, in the study in order to have the quiet atmosphere in order to copy it down. I like a loud atmosphere. Do you think they could provide that? There is a uh, local tavern and inn there, so you could probably do it there if you wanted to. He's going to look at Bryn. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get, go. Get some mead yes. while we're doing some scribbling. Absolutely. So he's going to hand... Not too much mead while we're scribbling. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just the, the perfect amount of mead. How bad can these spells go if we don't 
directly copy it precisely as well, it should you, be. You are going to want to get a pretty good copy of it. Um, so no meat. <laughs> Just brown bread le- and stew. I would at least maybe double check your spelling and... Um, oh, this doesn't sound like a job for me. <laughs> I'll be honest with your friends. Maybe do not they just have do it one all of these magical copying machines? Oh, the magic copy wand. I've yes. seen this one. That's uh, when you pay a scribe to copy it down. <laughs> um, well, how much money we got between the two of us? The three of us? Uh, not much. I don't have much of anything other than my little toys. Okay, I hope your comment is good. We're writing it down. <laughs> I mean, how, what are your toys? Maybe we could sell them on the streets. Well, well they're just little tools and knickknacks that I created with my dad back in uh, Schlieffenwald. Oh, that's exciting. It is, yeah. Oh, maybe we they're could... little clocks, little watches. Oh, we could make a quite venture out of that. We could. We could get a booth we could at try. a market, sell your wares, raise can... enough money one day. I can okay, make Okay, guys, more. let's focus. Let's get to this one. <laughs> <laughs> let's get to the candle keep. <laughs> How many days, how much of a long of a journey is it to get to Candlekeep? So it is going to be three days of a journey for you guys to get to Candlekeep from Matrix's tower. Okay. He will let you have his copy of Stella's Magnificent Muffins and Other Baked Goods as a entry fee into the library. Perfect. And he'll let you know that that entry fee into the library allows you to stay on the campus for 10 days. Oh, so, okay. Got it. So each time you drop it off, you can stay at the campus while you're perusing everything else but after 10 days you're kicked out you need to bring another book so that's okay. kind of how they're building up their just candle keep have um like dormitories yes you would know that candle keep has some dormitories with a tavern that's there the okay. food's not free but okay. you know you have some place to eat and drink um okay. and then there's also little rooms that you can rent to actually do the reading does the book like grant us uh, a room or two or no we have to pay for those separately the book grants you the room like a room for the 10 day stay okay just one room one room. Okay, we're getting close. Well, I All won't right. take up too much space. I'll just tuck away in the corner of the room. Perfect. Lucky for you, I'm well, six four, so you know. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to do something that we, as me, the dungeon master, like to force onto the players, and that is one a of random the f- roll encounter. Yep. Oh, this is always so fun. <laughs> uh, one of the things I don't like about Dungeons and Dragons is the random encounters. So the idea is. When you're traveling around the world, half of the adventure of getting to your destination is like what happens when you're on the road. But the random encounter workbooks in D&D are either way too extreme or not really enough. And it's I've never had good luck with using them. So instead, what I decided to do for my players and myself was I came up with a random encounter improv template. So there are three days. So each of you are going to get a turn. And what you're going to do is you're going to roll a d20. Roll a d12 and roll a d4. And then we will consult the random encounter. And you, the player, need to come up with what happened that day based on that type of roll. Okay. I, I do recall here uh, listening and hearing you go through this in the, uh, the main podcast. Yeah. I heard that podcast is fantastic. <laughs> it's amazing. For everyone listening to this one, you <laughs> should check awesome. it out at uh, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. That's going to be Apple, Spotify. Or there's a bunch of them. <laughs> but yeah, well, wherever yeah. you listen to your wherever podcast. Wherever you listen to it. But we're also on Spotify for all you Android users. All right. So let's go ahead and roll a D4 to see who goes first. That's a D6. It's the one that's the, the, pyramid. the pyramid. I just got excited. And just picked one. I got a four. One. Two. All right. So Katie, you get the first day. So go ahead and roll a D20. One. One. So this is a very beneficial encounter. Go ahead and roll a D12. Four. So you're creating an enemy. So it's beneficial for you, but you're creating an enemy. And what time of day is it? 
four. Dusk. Dusk. So now That's perfect you, for creating an enemy. Yep. So now you get an idea of what happened on this random encounter <laughs> where you, it was very beneficial for you guys. So you guys collected something, either equipment, money, or knowledge. knowledge. But you happened to create an enemy at the same time, and it was at dusk. So we're heading to the candle keep, and we run across one of Natrice's acquaintances, and we find out a little bit more of these quote unquote crazy druids. Oh. In the background of Karnak, maybe. Or like a little bit of the story of the previous okay. time they put him in the tree. Okay, we have to create an enemy. How about he becomes the enemy because we kind of call him out as the crazy druid? Yes. yes. So he yes. gets like offended. Yes. Or, and or like so or maybe even like Matrius is gonna be a little upset with us later because we kind of like Ooh, out, yeah. you know what I mean? Like outsted him or something. Oh, yes. So yeah, when we introduce him, we're like, oh, that must be the crazy druid. Yeah. Yes. And then Matrius is like, yeah. This guy gets upset because yes. he Matrix isn't supposed to be talking about him and Matrix kind of spilled his secrets about him. Yes. It's getting around dusk and you want to kind of relax and set up for the evening. And you're making, what are you making for dinner? Oh my gosh. Stew. Stew? Stew, yeah. Rabbit Good. stew. As long as it's not yeah. duck stew. <laughs> well, we don't know that. <laughs> yeah. well, well, that's that's why I'm telling you guys, no duck stew no tonight. Duck stew? I've no got a little stew. thing why? in my heart for ducks. Oh. Oh, do you? Okay. Yes, I used to have my own pet duck. What? A pet yes. duck? Yes. I, which was his name? His name. Or her name, I suppose I just assumed it was a him. I don't think yeah. I ever gave him a name. I don't think I ever gave him a name. I just called him Duck. Well then, so <laughs> Duck is his name? But duck. everyone tripped over him, so they oh. started calling me Stumble Duck because oh, he followed me everywhere and people would trip over him. Oh, Stumble Duck? Yeah. Stumble Duck. Should yeah. I call you Stumble Duck? You can call me Stumble Duck. I think we might call you Stumble yeah. Duck. That's a good yeah. one, Stumble Duck. Just no eating of ducks. That's no. all. That's we my would rule. Never, I would never, as a druid, I would never eat a duck. Good. I prefer not to eat any living thing. Yes. I'm, so you're good with rabbits too? <laughs> we might take that part out. Maybe edit on that one. How about a vegetable stew? Vegetable stew. I think some hearty potatoes and some yeah. root vegetables. Yes. yes. Parsnips, rutabaga. Parsnips. Yep. Perfect. And a nice broth of some sort. Yes. Yes. As you guys are sitting around enjoying your stew, it's starting to bubble up and it has that lovely aroma of uh, vegetables. And out of the corner, you kind of hear like a brussel of leaves as a woman kind of comes stumbling out and she's got kind of hair all wiry up in the air, like sticks and twigs in it. And on a stick is a little bit of cooked meat. And she's just, oh, this fire looks really comfortable. Hi. Hi. I guess, yeah, sit at our fire. Oh, that is right. Oh, there you go. Yes. Hi. What are you doing here? We are late. Oh, I'm just wandering the woods. Alone? Traveling where? No one else? Oh, my, my clan's just uh, kind of around. Uh, Every full moon, we meet back at the order. The order? What order? The, the circle. The order of the circle. Oh, you're a druid, are you? Oh, yes. Aye, and he's going to give his friends like the eyes like the oh, oh. and we'll spin his finger in the air a little bit and where are you heading to just surveying what's going on okay tell me what's your name there lass to twyla what's your name to twyla my name's elliot these are my friends stumble duck and Bryn. oh it's oh, nice to meet you she's gonna start gnawing on some of the bone nice to meet you too i guess but uh you finding anything crazy on your adventures over here anything to <laughs> Gonna keep us abreast on? No, we just, this um, duck was kind of injured, so I. Um, that stuck? Yes, would you like some? No. Oh. I, no. I don't think And I just was... start inching away from them. It's okay. Or inching away from Twyla. Okay. 
Twyla. Yeah. Oh, yes, um, Elliot. I, Twyla, what you doing in this parts of the woods here? I mean, I think we're just, we're sitting here having a nice, just friendly fire and you come stumbling up on here and I just, to be honest, it's kind of rude. You're in my territory. This is my, my clan's home, homeland. I think he started putting things together in his and head. We just, we survey and we protect and um, occasionally we meet back at the order every full moon. I think I mentioned, did I mention that yet? I, uh, you did. Tell me. The order of the circle. You might have a common friend. Oh, we have a friend. Maybe. Do you know? Is it Barton? Do you know? I don't Radcliffe? Know. Jerry? No. Uh, it must be Steve. Matris? Matris? Oh, that guy. He's yeah. so weird. Isn't he weird? Sure. There's a lot of weirdness there's going a, around yeah. lately. There's a yes. I just how do you, how do you guys know Matrix? Oh, well, we just saved really his life. Fan. Not a big deal. Well, we I saved mean, his life you, a few you, times. You probably could have not done that, but that, you know, sure. Oh, why not? Why don't you want us to save his life? Well, he just he just comes and goes however he wants, and he just thinks everyone owes him something. Well, he owes us now something. Three things actually. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's right. Good. He he should owe people something. Sounds like he crossed you in the past. What did he do to? Make you not like him like this. Well, him and Barton were really close, and he just left Barton. Didn't help him because Barton couldn't pay. He doesn't take twigs. I don't know what's wrong with him. Everyone loves twigs. I, who's Barton? Well, I thought you guys knew Barton. No, no, we don't know Barton. No, so who's Barton? I was listing off people, and I, I thought you knew them. <laughs> Something uh, about Steve. I mean, I do know a Steve, but I don't think it's the same Steve. S- Steven. Oh, oh, no, I just know Steve. Is that with a PH? Jayer. Who's Steve? Yeah. I, it's Steve with a PH, yeah. Uh, Steve is back in my clan. I don't think it's the same Steve. I don't think, because mine's Steven. So, so, t- last, tell us about Barton again and Matrius. Do you think you can trust Matrius? If you can pay him. I mean, that's all he really cares about, his fine life. But I do tell you, he owes us a favor. Is he good on his word? I, I imagine if you can pay for him, but if you say he owes you already, I guess you already paid. We paid, we prepaid. How many sticks did you give him? Well, we saved his life from a f- dragon. Oh. That, that was flying a, around. A dragon? That was, it was a was dragon. It an imp? It was an imp. Okay, it was a small dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you see Matris, tell him that he's not invited anymore. Barton's still really mad at him. I, why, uh... Why, I, what, did, what did he do to Barton? Other than not getting or betrayed him because he didn't get paid? There's got to be more to the story than that. That's all Barton will tell us. He just, he won't, he, he wouldn't do the job. Is Barton nearby? No, he's back at the circle. How much does he owe Barton? <clears throat> no, well, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. It's... Barton had to pay Matrius? Yes, and Matrius said no, and Barton ended up losing one of his friends, and I don't... It's it's a big story. Well, we got some time. Yeah, we're not going anywhere till morning. Okay. You guys are just going to sit and chat with... What do you call her? Tatula. Twila. 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 But Tatula is really good. You'll sit and talk to Twila, and you'll learn that Matrius does, in fact, know them, but he doesn't really like not getting paid for things. He doesn't do pro bono work at all. And Barton's lover ended up coming down with something that needed to be cured, and Matrix refused to do it because they wouldn't pay him. Interesting. Yeah. Lovers quarrel. Mm-hmm. Good thing we uh, already paid Matrix. Yeah, and yep. I hope. Uh, yes, we prepared with our. I hope he life. gets what he needs <laughs> for us with these angry druids. Well, to Twyla, we might see you again in the future. Hopefully, Matrix. I think Matrix is going to come looking for you. To be honest, hopefully. Why, Why would Matrix come looking for me? Well, your clan. Yeah, because we got to trap the demon in the tree. He needs needs something from something you. Something from you. You or druids. Okay. Well, we'll see how that goes over with the clan. I 
Well, just remember when he does come, how welcoming and hospitable we were to you and how warm and loving and just the great overall yes. general conversation that you had. Dijon. Would you like some stew to go with your meat stick? And she just reaches in and like gets a like her hands and just like pulls it and starts walking back into the forest. That is the craziest woman I have ever met. <laughs> what an yes. awkward conversation. I mean, it's I'd very, hate to call it's another. It's very awkward for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'd hate to call another druid crazy, but oh my. <laughs> that was something. Are that they was... like this where you're from? No, not at all. <laughs> no, I mean, some of the kilts are shorter, but I will say no, that's as crazy as we get. That was just, I just, I don't have faith in Matrix being able to pull this off with I, him. I don't know how he's going to convince them. Something it sounds makes like. makes me uh, think we're going to get involved in the second I part of this mission. I feel like we're going to get in. Yeah. I mean, if the if Barton's lover died, how do you come back from that? That's bad blood that they got. That is him, not that's okay. Sure. Hopefully they just remember in the end, he's going to them to help us. And we were nice. <laughs> and we were nice. We gave her a fistful of stew. <laughs> How about a handful? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was a fistful. <laughs> Can that be the episode title, please? Sure. It's a fistful of stew. It's probably going to just be Katie and AJ too. But <laughs> no, fistful of stew. No, Katie and AJ too. A fistful, fistful of stew. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you guys finish up your evening, every dinner. It's no longer quiet. You don't run into any other crazy druids. And the next morning comes around, and let's roll to AJ to see what happens the next day. All right. Start with our D20. 17. Hard. So 17 is hard. Oh, great. That's not good. 12. 5. Okay. You're going to partially create an ally. 4. Dusk. Evidently, we like to do things at dusk. Yes. All right. So something is very hard, and we partially create an ally. Are we allowed to help set the picture? Yes, you can. So, like, hard can be, like, the terrain. So maybe, like, we're climbing up a mountain. Or, or, or it... I was um, thinking, like, a river crossing where the bridge is down. And now oh, it's oh like there we go. Rapids. That would be very hard. But no one knows how to swim, right? I don't... I know how to swim. Oh, you know how to swim? Yeah. Um, Why, do you not know how to swim? I mean, I... I you're a I was woodland a sh- ranger. I hope to golly, you know how to swim. <laughs> I know how to swim. Streams do you know how to stream? I know how to stream. Swim, I know how to stream. swim, but these rapids look rough. I don't. I, I think it's not safe to just. Well, swim okay, we're across. not deadly here. We're just hard, it's right? It's difficult. Oh, it's just okay. difficult. Okay. It's fine if you can. If you want if you to be the mighty rapids of Niagara, it can be <laughs> the rough rapids of Niagara. I guess. Well, I was okay, just thinking okay. we create an ally because he's got a boat or uh, something to help us get across. Uh, oh, there uh, you go. There we go. So that's how we create the ally because we go up and down the river, just look for a, a nice place to cross, and we find this guy. Um, his name is Frederick. Oh, I love Frederick. Frederick, the boatman. Frederick, the boatman. Frederick Docks. <gasps> Frederick Docks. His last name is yeah, Docks. Docks, yeah, I, I like, like it. Okay. He actually owns a chain of docks. And what we did was we were trying to find someone. And he was having a problem with one of his boats and it was starting to sink. So oh. we all jumped in and started to help. Yes. I, we all, yeah, you got yeah, all your tinker, tinker toys. toys. You got your tinker toys. Him. You were able to help him. We pulled the, with our strength, we pulled mm-hmm. him out. And then you helped fix his boat a bit. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then what happened, he was so grateful that he said anytime we stumble upon one of his docks throughout the land, we can have free passage. He gives us like a coupon. Yes. Love it. Yeah. M- multiple coupons. Well, I mean, a sack, like a book, like a coupon book, booklet. Book, coupon yeah. book. It was a, yeah. a, it's a coupon book. book. A coupon book. Yeah. Right. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to get a coupon book with, um, go ahead and roll a D12. Uh, you roll. 12. Whoa. Right. So somebody put down a coupon book for free passage from, what was his 
the business card? Frederick Docks. Frederick Docks. It was the just the Mighty Docks. The Mighty Docks. You you putting that in your inventory? Ah, the Mighty Docks. I like that. <laughs> Coupon book. <laughs> <laughs> Stumble Duck loves that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, coupon book. Um, Twelve coupons. A free passage. I was just thinking, if we had two more people, we could upgrade from the beam. yeah. Go to the flying from the power, from the, from the power <laughs> eye. Listen, we'll get some NPCs to join us. There we go. Power eye, flying book, V. Twelve coupons for free passage from any of the docks. The Mighty Docks has to be Mighty Docks franchise. <laughs> but let it be known that is the number one dock franchise in the land. So we it's will probably the only dock franchise. No, there's some small regional ones that are starting to get up, but he usually just goes in and buys them. <laughs> we know it because their colors are green and yellow. Yes, 100%. I was just thinking the only place the mighty docks aren't operating is in Iceland. Is it, oh, yeah, <laughs> yes, no, no, no. <laughs> Flying eye. <laughs> Flying eye. <laughs> so the bridge had collapsed and it hit one of. Frederick Dox's boats and it punctured a hole in it and it was slowly sinking and he was like out there bailing the water and he saw you guys come up and he grabbed the safety line, threw it in, you guys wheel or pulled him in and then with your tinker tools, you're able to repair his boat. So he gave you passage across the river and then in a thanks as well, gave you a coupon book for 12 free rides upon a uh, mighty dock boat. Thanks for putting that together. Hey, I'm just here. And that gets us to the third day. You have one more day left okay. before you arrive at Candlekeep. Maybe we'll do something in the morning. So I'm rolling my D20. I got a 19. Oh, no. Deadly. <laughs> this is not the thing you want to roll a 19 on. D12. Four, which gives us... We create an enemy, of course, because someone's going to die. And time of day. I yep. rolled a four. Dusk. Okay. So something's deadly. We create another enemy thinking like we're going through the town and we're like, I feel like an accident happens at some point okay. and something and, dies. And then they blame us because we happen to be yes. at the scene yeah. of the accident. Somehow a fire starts. Yeah, a fire yes. starts. And we're the strangers in town. Yeah. yeah. And now we create a whole town of enemies. A town, yeah. So we just What's have to avoid name? this town. Ugh. Uh, You're making this extra hard. You're doing great. No, no, this is good. <laughs> this is good because I know uh, this is good because our DM, like of five levels from now, he's going to come back so you guys find yourself in the town that everyone hates you. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. This so is what we're doing here. We're so creating. this isn't the. Are we saying that the, this is like the town before we get to Candlekeep? Oh yeah, yeah. Or we're is just this a town? Journey. Oh yeah. okay. okay. No, it's okay, a okay, small okay. town. Very small town. Very small town. Yeah. Okay. One stop torch. Yeah. Okay. One stop. It had torch. to be a torch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do we name the town? Um, 1990s. Lady, uh, <laughs> the lady, the ladybugs. The ladybugs. So, uh, ladyburg. Ladyburg Inn. Lady, or Ladyburg. Ladyburg. Ladyburg yeah. is the name of the town. Yeah. And we um, burnt down Ladyburg Inn. Oh, oh, oh no. And there's a big soccer match. There's a big football oh, match. Yes. And we... Um, in the danger field. In the danger field. Yes. <laughs> and it's very special because all of the men dress up as women to play. <laughs> yep, that's that is that is the like the annual thing. All these like town these teams come in and all the men are in drag to play on Danger Field. So we walk in and we're like, "This is a party. Let's go to the tavern." We get a little tipsy and we're out in the streets. <gasps> oh, Stumble Duck stumbles and like accidentally knocks over the one torchlight and it <laughs> falls over, but it hits the banner from last year and the banner catches on fire. Yes. yes. 
But this banner is like the same banner that every single year, like it just gets passed from it's like- It's like the Stanley Cup almost. It's like yeah. the Stanley Cup of banners. Yes. It's a Stanley banner. It's All a Stanley right. banner. So it, you guys ruined a heirloom. We yes. ruined yeah, a town, town heirloom. So the part that died was it's the town heirloom. The town heirloom. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And the hope and dreams of all the little boys and girls that their name would be on this banner. Mm-hmm. Yep. That like to okay. dress and drag. I also dress the boys. I, girls can play too, but they have to dress like men. Yes. They just like to dress drag. So you guys are strongly encouraged to leave town then. So you get kicked out at yes. dusk and you have to spend the night on the cold road. Yes. So mm-hmm. everyone take one level of exhaustion as you get into Candlekeep. Remind me, level of exhaustion? Exhaustion. One level, we have disadvantage on ability checks. Yes. And how long do we have this for? Till you get a chance to do like a nice rest in the inn. So it will be the next time you sleep. But okay. But this was the third night, so now we should be coming to Candlekeep. Exhausted, yep. yep. So you get to Candlekeep, and it's basically a very large... Basically like a castle that's on the water and it is absolutely ginormous and you just see towers and towers and towers and you just know from the stories and what you've heard of Candlekeep that that's going to be full of you know scholars and books and all sorts of arcane magic and it's kind of the capital of knowledge. As you guys get up to the front gate, it is closed and there is a single guardhouse out front. Hello guard, anyone there? Oh, hello, yes. Hey, uh, we're here. Uh, we've brought a book. Uh, We'd yep. like to uh, have access to go in and uh, copy a different book. And, and what book did you bring? We brought Stella's Magnificent Muffins and Other Good Treats. Ooh, that sounds like a fantastic one. I'm sure the chef is going to like that one. Good. So here is your voucher, and he hands you a little voucher for one room for 10 days. And he says, you just help yourself inside and... Um, if you need anything, just ask somebody that's dressed in these ropes and they'll be able to help you out. Bye. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Stumble Duck, you lead. I formation. Yeah. Let's lead the way. Well, hopefully there's no traps set for us in here. <laughs> I hope so. What time of day is this? Is this, is this like we woke it's up dusk. that next morning? Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> is it like we Everything woke up the next we morning, we had to travel time, for a okay? couple <laughs> hours and now we're here? Yeah. So yeah, it's exactly. early morning or it's, mid-morning. Yeah. Mid-morning. Not quite we'll afternoon. We'll call it noon. So it's about noon. You guys open the doors to the Candlekeep Courtyard. And what you're going to see in front of you is basically a giant area where you just see people kind of wandering around in thought or maybe having small conversations. You definitely see a lot of people in pretty much nicer dressed things, and you can tell this is a well-educated place. But off in the distance, you'll see a little room that says House of Binder, and that would be where you would go and actually get a book copied. So that's where you would pay somebody to actually copy a book. But then in the very bottom, you see two buildings. One has a sign out front that says House of Rest, and the other one says The Hearth. I guess you would also see out in the distance a clothing company, and then you would see a large green door leading to the inner walls of the castle. He turns to his friends. What do you think's behind the big green doors? I don't know. I think we should ask the guard here. Maybe he can tell us. Do we see? Yeah, I wonder if they'll give us a map. Yes, it's a great idea. Will they turn around and go back to the guard station? Does he have a name tag? His name is Kalen. Kalen, friend, pal. Yes, I, I just saw you. Do you already have a question? Yes, we have actually a few. Oh, is this your first time being here? It is our first time. Is there like a tour we can take? Um, not really a tour too much because there's really not that much in there, but um, here is a map that might help. Aye. Very Let's, good. Thank you. What's the baths? And steam house. Well, that would be a spot that you could go and uh, clean up after your long travels. I think is it, and now now 
how does this work? Does the book get us access? Is it like all inclusive paid vacation here? The, Holiday. The book gives you access to the room. Okay, where you, would we find that? That is going to be down at the inn at the very south. Okay. The House of Rest. The House of Rest? Yes. Very aptly named. It gives you access to one room for 10 days. Okay. Um, there is only one bed in there, so you guys will have to, I guess, figure that out. That's pretty normal for the groups, though. Interesting. They must just rotate. I don't know. I Caleb, live here, so. what's behind the that big emerald door? Oh, that is our restricted section. Of well, course. that's really where actually all the books are at. But you have to be a member of the Candlekeep in order to go back there. So if you guys are requesting a book, you need to kind of know what you're looking for. We know exactly what we're looking for. Well, that's great. And then you would ask for the book and then someone would retrieve it for you. Who do we ask and where can we find them? Anybody that's wearing one of these inside. I can't go get it because I'm on guard duty. Okay. But yeah, anybody that's got one of these robes, you are welcome to ask and they will uh, get the book arranged to be dropped off at your room. How do we become a member? Is this like a plan? What if we're here on work for a member? Is it yearly or a monthly membership? (laughs) Well, it's... I guess a member is more like a uh, you're part of the order. So it's like okay. years of study. And I don't have that kind of time. I don't That's either. a problem that we're trying to sort out. Okay. That's Thanks, Kaylin. That's usually Kaylin. what we see. Interesting. Really appreciate the information. Let's go find someone inside. Kaylin, thank you so much. Oh, yeah, no problem. We always are happy to uh, support the growth of knowledge. All right. What do you think? Uh, should we go check in the house Get a of steam? rest? Oh. Oh, check, okay. Yeah. Check Let's into do the that room. for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's. That's a good call. Let's go get, to, I guess, and situated logistically. Maybe we can find someone there that we can just go ahead and request the book from. Yeah. And we get that going. That sounds like a pun. And then we can go for a steam. <laughs> yeah, steam just feels kind of nice. I feel kind of like. Yeah, we can't all three copy the book at the same time. So uh, this is great. Yeah, this turns. is absolutely. True. And let's be fair. If we're all sharing one little bed, uh, let's get clean first. <laughs> I just feel like. <laughs> I feel like there's got to be another way. I'm like, I wonder how much of room. Can I just pay? Again, he's going to turn back to the guard. <laughs> what was his name again? Caitlin. Caitlin, one last question for you. If we don't have another book, can we just pay for our room? Like, how does that work? Does it have to have a book? So we have the House of Rest, which is kind of our, our free setup for the, you know, the 10-day stay. But yes, you are welcome to rent a, like a cottage up on the northern section, like a little <laughs> mini tower. Okay. Um, you are welcome to rent that. It's about five gold a night, though, which five is gold. quite expensive. That is very expensive. Five gold a night? Okay, yeah. No, we'll snuggle. Thanks so much. So you would get that they offer free housing for, like, they want to promote education. Okay. But they also recognize that it is the capital of knowledge in this area. So they are going to get nobles and scholars that are going to come to the facility. And they're not going to want to stay in the free housing. They're going gotcha. to want something a little bit nicer. So it is more expensive, but it's because that's what yeah. they're trying to do. Hey, Stumbleduck, do you still have that 8 by 11 book from before? <laughs> He's Joel. <laughs> no, no, we left that with Atreus. <laughs> I like where your head's at. I like how you say stole you see Klein. I mean... Stealth. We would never <laughs> steal books. <laughs> never. Ever. No, no, no. Absolutely it was given as a, as, a, as a gift. A parting gift. I was, parting borrowing. Gift. I was borrowing it. You're borrowing You're it. You're borrowing it, yeah. <laughs> I think it disappeared, though, when we came it back did. through the book. Ah, uh, yes. It was okay. still there. You guys just didn't bring it. There was no need for the book anymore. Uh-huh. Well, now we know we need books as currency in this land. <laughs> okay, so... Can you imagine how much a book actually would be currency back in that time frame, though? I mean, honestly, uh, yeah. It, yeah, it was. Yep. It really was. Knowledge... Yeah. It's currency. Knowledge today is still currency. Correct. I don't know, but I was saying books were a lot less prevalent because they didn't have magical photocopiers. Yeah. Yes. Everything was <laughs> handwritten. <Magical> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the printing press probably wasn't. Um, printing press, 1400s. 1400s. That's what to say. Oh. the name of the guy that invented it, Gutenberg. I feel like I remember that. Knowledge. Okay, but continuing on your story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, back to medieval time. All right, gang. Let's so where, where are we heading, guys? To the house of rest. Yeah, we'll okay, check into go. our room and get the book requested. You guys walk into House of Rest and basically has all of the amenities, but nothing over the top. Oh, it's your favorite place. It's perfect. <laughs> um, so it's like picnic tables, and then there's like a simple bar with some drinks concrete behind Concrete floors. It. Picnic tables and concrete <laughs> floors. A <laughs> pub of yeah. just Stumbleduck's favorite kind of pub. There's no like fairy lights of dancing or things like that happening, loud music. No, but you do hear music coming from the building next door, which you know would be called the hearth. And that is more of like when people just needed to relax a little bit more, but they try to manage that noise in one spot so they don't distract people from learning. Okay. Uh, is there a like a concierge desk, a check-in desk? How does this work? The only person you would see is the person standing behind the bar, which also has, you pick up to that, is like your check-in, check-out all-inclusive area like they cover everything over there there's a person standing behind it okay uh so elliot's gonna walk up to the desk uh what does elliot see uh you see a humanoid named wade wade yep he's got a name tag wade hi there lad hello how are you Uh, we're checking in i would need to see your voucher ah yes voucher there you go Ah. my hand just pops above the bar oh Oh. (laughs) hello there grabs it Um, (laughs) one room three yep Uh, well it has one bed so you guys can i guess figure that out is there a cot or anything that we could rent or maybe a couple bowels of hay we have cots you could probably rent yeah what do we got there on the on the price tag for that um it'd be it'd be manageable so we'll say five silver or something like that perfect we'll take two cots two cots okay two cots and then here is your key and then he hands you a key and it has a little 10 symbol on it and a big print. And on the bottom it says like room three. Interesting. What's the 10 stand for? You guys have 10 days. Ah, yes. 10 days. So today's day one or today's day zero? Today's day one. Okay. And then day 10 we leave or do we leave it the next day after day 10? The key will stop working after 10 days. Okay. So day 10 it stops. Oh, yes. So the key's magical. Interesting. It is a magical key. It will actually disappear and just reappear back here. Okay. And uh, where do we find room three? Uh, it's going to be the room with the three above it. Is it upstairs? Uh, is it down this hall? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> he would point L- to the side. Right? <laughs> it's, down, it's down this hall to the left. Wade. Thank you. You're not very good at your job. Uh, okay. Elliot. <laughs> oh, We're sorry. to make friends. I'm so sorry. Wade. Great job. It's your job. Thank you. I really hand the keys out. Really great. Yes, I feel like the directions you're given are just top notch. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Can you help us get a book too? Can we request a book from you? Yes, you can request a book and I'll have a runner fetch it for you. Okay. Can we get a copy of uh, Mavrov's Mighty Digressions? Yes, you can. Thank you. I'll have it delivered to room three. It'll probably be a couple of hours until it's delivered because it, it is a big library. Interesting. So once we get said book, if we're looking to make a copy of it, how does that work? You'll want to go over to the House of Binder. Okay. You can either pay 10 gold to have a professional scribe scribe the book for you. They'll have it ready within two days, or you are welcome to rent a room over there and scribe it yourself. And you would have the money for that from... Um, Matris. Matris. We'd have the money for what? To rent a room and scribe it yourself. Okay. But we don't have 10 gold. You probably don't have 10 gold, no. No. Sorry, Sam. We don't have enough to rent a whole tower, and we don't have enough for someone to scribe. <laughs> I just feel like I'm traveling with just... A bunch of level people. two adventurers. Level two adventurers. <laughs> Elliot's, Elliot's kind of used well, to something a little bit different. Do you think? Well, let's let's. How take, much gold do we have? 
<laughs> I have zero. Okay. Yeah, I don't think you guys have any gold. How much silver do we got? Probably, I don't know, probably 80 silver each or something. How many silver equals how many gold? <laughs> this is common knowledge. I feel like I should know. Is it 100 silver to one gold? Yeah. I'm just wondering if the three of us with our charisma, our tinkering, and our just pure beauty, we can't go out there and just raise some funds within a day or two with our skills and then come back and, and not have to do this work. I'm just trying to figure that out if that's an option. Oh. I mean, what do we gain from having someone else do it? Uh, preciseness, professionalism. This is true. This and is it's done true. in two days and instead it's, of it. It's done in two and we got here for 10 and we could just, you know, we could get to get in. I don't know about you, but my, my comment's not that good from a written perspective. Some would say I can't very spell very well. Oh, well, that's... Uh, what. Let's let's try and sell something then. I don't know you, what you, you... You have a great point that, that it would be precise. It won't be errors, you know. Yeah. The professionalism, I just feel like down the road, if this is something we really need to trap that demon in the tree. I agree with you. I'll put my silver in. So let's see. We got about, so... Two gold and 40 silver. Two we gold put and... everything together. Two gold and 40 silver. And how much do we need? We need... 10 gold. So we need seven gold and 60 so silver. So realistically, if we were about, if we... Do you think we could no. raise some funds? <laughs> I do not think you could. Interesting. Okay, well, it was definitely worth a try. It was worth a thought. <laughs> it was worth a good brainstorming. Let's go sit in the bath and steam house while he fetches the book. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can see it. All of us taking out our purses and just throwing all of the silver on the table and like, you two, know, by two, four, four six, six, eight. eight. <laughs> and you see Wade like, oh. Did, oh and just looking goodness. up at Wade like, is that enough? No. Okay. Yeah. No. Eight. <laughs> hey, Wade. Wink, wink. Elliot takes off like a charm or something. Like some fa- What about now? No? Okay. So, right, so you guys are... we get settled into our rooms. Okay. I think um, cots are brought up and we're just hanging out and, and Elliot's going to go. Yeah, fancy esteem. I don't yes. know about the two of you, uh, but that sounds wonderful. I would say the cots wouldn't be there yet because it would take some time to like get them set. But by the time you guys drop off your stuff, go get a steam and come back. They'd be there. Perfect. Yeah, the let's do it. All right, with the book, yeah. We go to the steam room. Yeah, you guys can go to the steam room. I last, will you enjoy your steam? You too. So you guys are able to get to the steams. It's probably two silver per person because they they need to charge money to upkeep it, but they also don't want people to smell and make it uncomfortable for others. Uh, who do we meet in the steam room? Lindell is working it. Lindell is Lindell. the worker. Yeah, this is the worker. Hi, hi, Lindell. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Welcome, three of you. That's going to be six silver. Hi. Take out my purse. Take out my. There you go. Here's my two. We have gentlemen to the right, ladies to the left. And do you have as long as you need? Perfect. Okay. Okay. So we walk into the steam room. Who do we find? You would just find nondescript people. Oh, I want to talk to someone. You can talk to someone if you want. Well, if they're nondescript, they're not going to give me any information. (laughs) They're not. You're right. Okay. All right. I guess we just enjoy our baths. Go ahead and roll. (laughs) Go ahead and roll a reception check at disadvantage because you have exhaustion. Eight. There would people be talking, but you you don't pick up anything if you. Okay. You guys going to do anything? Yeah, I'll probably do the same because I'm in a different part of the bathhouse, you are. right? That would work. Yep. So what am I rolling? Perception check with disadvantage because you guys have exhaustion. Does disadvantage you roll it twice and take the lower of the numbers? Yes. So it's a D20. D20 twice. And you're going to add your perception. That, so those are the middle boxes on your sheet up top. Up over top. one. Over one. No, other way over. I, you have me. This is, this is my disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled 12. You would hear some talk about a recent monster attack 
but you don't really get like what they're talking about with the monster because you're trying to focus, but you've been on the road for three days and you're kind of now finally relaxing. You're really tired. So you kind of just overhear that they're talking about a monster attack that happened in the last couple of days, but you can't really make too sense of it. Okay. I'm going to roll as well and see if I can hear anything. Yep. Since I'm a little sneakier. Disadvantage. So nine, I take the lower of them. Mm-hmm. You would, what did you roll? An eight. Eight, yeah. I, I don't think hear it's, much more. Yeah. No. We're too busy talking to each other. You guys are talking about that crazy druid. Uh, Twilight. Twyla. 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 And yeah, you're kind of concerned about what's going to happen to Matris when he meets up with this clan to ask them for <laughs> yeah, a favor. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's going to shake out. No, I, I, I seriously worry for Matris and meeting those <laughs> druids. I feel like <laughs> after this, nuts. we're going to have to go back and do that. I, I, it's probably a good thing to. St- is it almost a full moon that we can stop by the circle? You think? Well, we should have just done that. We should have scrapped this one and done that first. Well, Those aren't the rules. This, though. this is what Matrix told us to do. So this is what Matrix accomplished told us to this. Do. It's interesting though that he's very, he's very transactional. Like you don't think he just does favors, and we did him a favor in saving his dang life. And well, the, he, this is transactional. Yeah, now he's he's paying us back, and he probably hopes to never see us again unless we have so. money. I agree. And I don't have any money. No, I'm, I'm two silver less now, but this is worth it. I think it's also a little... <laughs> I, I totally agree with you. Back home, we got some hot springs that we just sit in, and all of the just dirt comes straight out of the floors. It's very nice. Sounds lovely. So you guys have your soak. All right. We probably should get back to the, yeah. the room, start copying that book. Sooner we get it done, sooner we can leave. So okay. Bren's like really enjoying her steam. So like she comes in to the room a little late, like just kind of like real relaxed. <laughs> and is like... Oh, so sorry I'm late, um, but I did get a little information, but not a whole lot. What's going on? Oh, yeah? Apparently there's a monster of some sort and a, an attack, but I am i don't know much more than that. A did monster. you guys hear anything in the steam room? Uh, no. We were supposed to listen? <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, well, <laughs> maybe, I, was, maybe, I was super relaxed, so... Maybe we can ask Wade. Maybe he has more information. I, that he can at least tell us whether it happened or what's going on. Or maybe what's his name from the guard... Colin? Yeah, Colin, maybe what's his name? Caden. 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 and Wade. Kaylin. Is who met so Kaylin far. and Wade. Interesting. You don't think there's a beast here, do you? Maybe we can help whatever it is fighting this beast, oh, and, and they'll pay to copy this book for us. I like this idea. Yes. This is what we're talking about. Yes. All right. Stumble duck. And Allie gets like really excited. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go check with Wade, see if he's got any info. You can like feel that like. Elliot, like, is very nervous about having to, like, write. And, like, he's very uncomfortable with that. Yes. If the listeners haven't picked that up yet. I say I formation to Wade. All right. Let's... I formation. Okay. I Wade. What's what, what were you hearing, Bryn? Can you tell him? And maybe he's yeah, got some more info. Yeah, I heard info. in the steam room that there, were, there was a monster attack, maybe? Yeah, it happened to... Uh... Oh, must be about three or four days ago now. There was a uh, a wizard got attacked while he was reading, and his homunculus died. Backtrack a little bit. You guys remember that Colander and Cumin were homunculus. They were okay. What's a homunculus? A, hum- a chicken. A homunculus <laughs> is a basically a collection of animals that have been put together and given a ability to interact, be like a person. Okay. Apparently he got attacked and his homunculus died, but he was able to fend off the creature. It was a, like a spider or something, I think. Uh, the beast was a spider? Or uh, that, it was a pretty... A pretty like a giant uh, spider? Yes, like a giant spider. Is there, is there a reward out, do you know, for anyone that can get rid of this beast? Catch the spider? Well, the beast was already destroyed, so... Oh, oh gotcha. Oh. Okay. He just took the air out of our... 
sales. Why yeah. are you guys looking to adventure and fight? And just make a little money to have someone else transcribe this book for us. From what I saw, you guys have quite a ways to go, so I don't think you're going to be able to raise that many funds in 10 days. Aye. Okay. We don't think so either. I'd say you're probably going to need to transcribe it. Yeah, I think my friends here would, their penmanship looks pretty great, so I think that's what we'll do. But tell me, you are there people looking for adventurers? I mean, yeah, there's usually postings for little jobs here and there that you can do. Interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I guess, is the book back in the room? It is. We should go copy. Let's get to copying, I suppose. Okay. Well, you'll want to bring the book over to the House of Binder, and they will assist you with getting parchment and quills. And Oh, good. I, the quills are very important. And then they'll bind it all together for you at the end. Oh, that makes sense, the House of Binder now. Okay. <laughs> That's very clever. Stumbleduck, did you want to carry the book again this time? <laughs> is the book bigger than Stumbleduck? How big, how big is this book that we're talking about? Uh, this one is a little wow, bit smaller. What are the dimensions? <laughs> Seven inches by 10 inches by about five inches thick. And how many pages? 642. Oof. Oof. But it's all pictures. Well, oh. <laughs> and you have to actually copy pictures. You got to draw text. the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a, a fairly big size book. Okay. Yeah, I'll carry it. A couple over. hundred pages. Yeah, a couple hundred. Yeah, pages. you'll carry it. And we okay. have to. Did excuse me. Remind me, fellas, lady. Did we ask Matrius exactly what we needed to copy, or is it just the whole book? Go ahead and roll a history check with disadvantage. Great, eleven. That's not good. Uh, history is an I have a ten. What say you? you three. Roll it as well. Two. Seven. That's not good. Twenty. Dis- you got a 20, a dirty 20. With disadvantage. 20. That's with disadvantage. A, I don't gotta, know what the disadvantage. You got to roll twice. twice. That's not fun. Two. 16. <laughs> that's better. That's, a, that's not a, that. that's, 16. That's, I'm okay with 16. He didn't tell you if it was an individual page or a spell or if it was just the whole book. And you oh, guys didn't matrix. ask. We did not ask. <sighs> Dang it. This is not okay. Guys. How far is he away? Three yeah, days. Yeah. It's impossible. Three, three I know. I just left, wait. I wait. I wasn't really even asking you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just speaking out loud. <sighs> All right. Uh, well, can we read the book? Can we see if there's like a spell we think it is? <laughs> All right. So let's. Yeah. Oh, that's a actually brilliant idea. Like just how to how to so, trap a demon in a tree. Yeah. I it's think chapter it would be twelve. Is there an index? <laughs> I think it might be that simple. Is there a <laughs> okay. Head over to the binder house. We go. Yes. The house of binder. So clever. I was just thinking that whoever's running the house of binder. What's the name? Of Clippy. That? I was thinking like the Lisa. Whatever the binder. Lisa company. Frank. <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh! Please make the person. That person's name now is Lisa Frank. Or Who's Lisa Frank? Oh, the trapper my husband. I, listen, he grew up in like the mountains, and like he's like a who, mountain elf. Who invented the trapper keeper? Uh, e. Bryant Crutchfield, which sounds like a D and D name. A yes. number one, Bryant Crutchfield. So you guys take your book over to the House of Binder, and behind the counter you see a elf. Hi, what's your name? Hi, I'm uh, E. Bryant. Hi, E. Bryant. I'm Bren. Welcome. And who are you? Gimble. Gimble. Nice yes. to meet you, Gimble. You and too. Ilot. The name's Elliot. Hello, Elliot. E. Bryant, we have a book that we need to transcribe. Would you be able to help us? Oh, yeah. We can get you set up. How long do you think it's going to take you to transcribe it? I'm oh guessing nine days. Forever. <laughs> yeah. Nine days. Ten days. Till okay. the end. We're going to need all the time. Okay. Look at this book. It's huge. Well, um, it's going to be, and he's going to kind of flip through it and be like, okay, you need this many things of parchment. We'll give you about 10% extra in case you have mess ups. And uh, then. Brian, can we have 15% extra? Sure, we can. 
bumped up to 15% extra. And then you think you're going to take you nine days? Hey, e. Bryant, do you have any tips, tricks, or yes. to, to speed up the transcribing and to make it as accurate as possible? Is there like a wand of copying? Um, well, no. Or a quill of copying? <laughs> no, you guys are just getting the base package of having access to the book in order to copy it. Okay. I, that's where we live in the base package. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I could show you to the room and he collects the payment and he's like, and we'll refund you back if you don't use the full nine days. And um, I guess if you have any questions. How long is this open? Is this a 24 hour like sun up to sundown situation? Yeah. yeah, you can stay here as long as you need. You have nine days to uh, get everything copied. Perfect, Gimbal. You have really good night vision, so you can I heard take you had night superior shift. I'll take <laughs> the night shift. You take the night shift, superior vision of darkness. I do. Um, hey, Bryant, I do have a question. Is there any interns or anyone running around here that maybe wants a little just of experience and just wants to be able to copy just for fun? Well, they're the ones that are doing our copies, if you want to pay them. No, I was looking for something a little bit more of like an apprenticeship where they don't we don't pay them, but they get the experience to put on their resume. Um, no. Okay. We don't, we don't do that. Well, if for some reason that happens, just send them our way. Oh, sure. We have lots of experience. Look at this book. Lots of experience to give them. With a wealth of knowledge. There's a wealth of knowledge in this book. We're hoping to find some ourselves. <laughs> All right. Okay. So they show you to your room? All right. All well, right. let's see here. Let's open up the book and let's give it a good investigation. So go ahead and roll your investigation checks at... Disadvantage. Disadvantage. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap and do it again tomorrow. <laughs> You're welcome to do that. All right. Well, listen, lads, I'm not doing too good here. I'm going to go take a nap. Um, <laughs> why don't the two of you get into this and I'll see you. What time is it? It's probably Sounds dusk now and I'll see you in the morning. Sounds good. I rolled an 18. Okay. You got oh, an 18. I'm going to go take a rest too because I have a nine. So I'm going to pop a squat in the cot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to say that I'm just going to go in the order that you guys started talking. So, Elliot, you kind of flipped through it and you're trying to read through it, but you're just, just not, you're feeling tired. It's I'm, hard to focus. And I'm feeling tired. And I'll be honest, I'm trying to avoid this situation. Okay. So I'm going to go. And then, Gimbal, you are a little bit more interested. You're maybe a little bit more literate. So you're able to read through it. And it is a book about various demons. And what you notice is that each page is written by the same author, but kind of written differently. So you can kind of get a sense that this person's ramblings was like his experiences. And they would add a new section to the book. Yeah, add a new kind of did it over time rather than sit down and did it all at once. Yep. And you learn a couple of things when you're reading this book. Magic actually comes from something called the weave. And there's different ways you can access the weave. One of the ways is you can study and learn books and you can kind of learn a way to access the weave through chance and using objects. But then you also have people like clerics or paladins that are able to access the weave through their god or goddesses. And you're like, oh, that's really interesting. And you're kind of like really detailed reading through it. And then I need your other two companions, so Bryn and Elliot, to go ahead and roll a perception check, obviously with disadvantage. Twelve. 11. You guys don't really notice anything because you're so tired and you kind of head off to bed. And StumbleDuck, you're going to stay up. Are you just reading today or are you going to start copying? I'm, I'm, well, I was planning on thumbing through real quick so if anything jumped out. Okay. But then I was just going to start copying. Okay. my plan. 
Yep. So you start reading it through. Nothing really jumps out at you at this point. Um, so you could probably start copying if you wanted to. I'm going to start copying. Okay. Elliot, are you going back to the room or are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I think Elliot is going to, he's probably hungry. So I would assume stop at the heart, grab like a quick bowl of stew, maybe some brown bread, and then head back and, and go to bed. At the hearth, you see there's a very large ogre, which really stands out in the corner. He's just thumbing through books and stuff like that. But okay. nothing else stands out. In that Does facility. he look friendly? Yeah, he doesn't look like he's aggressive at all. All right, I'm going to grab my brown bread, probably waiting for my stew, and I'm just going to walk over. Hi. Hello. Hello there, sir. How's it going? It's going pretty good. Enjoying your evening. What you reading? Oh, I'm reading something about uh, werewolves. I werewolves. Those are interesting. Growing up in the forest, like I have, I've seen a few. Really? That is quite entertaining. It is very. I can tell you a tell or two, probably, if you got some time. I do have some time. Absolutely. Want to roll for some charisma? Uh, do I have to do a disadvantage on that? Yes. 15. What are you trying to do for this charisma? Oh, I just entertain him. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, for fun. He's excited. He enjoyed having somebody talk with him. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, what's his, uh, what, what was his name? My name's the little one. <laughs> I like that. That's funny. Little one. Little one, they call me Elliot. Nice to meet you, Elliot. Nice to meet you. Well, listen, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I can help you continue reading that book and your luck and your stories. Me and my compatriots will be here for the next week or so. So if we, you know, you're more than welcome to join us if you see us dining or hanging out. Thank you for the offer. You're welcome. I'm going to go call it a night. I'm a bit exhausted. Maybe tomorrow I'll be a bit more cheery. Bryn, what Bryn's are you doing? Bryn's just so exhausted. She goes up to the room and on the way, does she see anything to the room? No? Nope. Cool. So she's just going to pop a squat on a cot. Go ahead and roll a d6 and call even or odd. Odd. When you lay down in the cot, it feels nice, comfortable, you're perfectly fine. You get a nice rest. When you come in, Bryn's already in a cot. Okay. Uh, he's probably going to just like take off his weapons and things like that and just have his, his tartan roll it up over his shoulder and, and snuggle in and fall asleep. I didn't even at? think of that. So like Bryn's like face down on the cot with everything attached to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, just like, I just like very, right very on tired. It. No, I love that. Is there a window? Sure. A window. I'm going to probably move my cot under the window. He's he really wants to be outside. Um, he's also part of the moon circle. So he wants to be able to like see the moon, kind of get energized on that. So he's going to slide his cot under the window, open the window a bit and just kind of lay there and look up at the moon. Okay, go ahead and roll a D8 for me. Four. Okay, thanks. Kimbo, we're going to jump back to you. You read through it, but you are exhausted. Yeah. But you feel much more tired than you think you should feel. So you are just really struggling to kind of stay awake. You're just really tired and you're just having trouble. Okay. So you're like, okay, I think I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to come back to this tomorrow. You actually now have two levels of exhaustion. Oh. Well, if I'm that tired, I'm, I'm going to start walking back. And since they both took the cots, I'm going to take the bed. Exactly. Sleep in the bed. <laughs> okay, <that's good. laughs> so you're doing all the work. That two makes of sense. the yeah. tallest characters took the cots. <laughs> <laughs> I just picture this tiny little gnome in the center of the bed. Like all of the pillows are wrapped. Like we forgot to take pillows and blankets. Yeah, like no. I'm wrapped up in my skirt. And, like you are. I'm fully dressed oh, with everything. Bow and like bone arrow. Like, your arrows are falling out of your quiver. <laughs> What's stuck in your hair? <laughs> Kimball, you're like walk in. There's like no movement from Bryn. She just doesn't do it like anything. She's just out. Out, yes. <laughs> I even make a little noise just to see. 
I imagine you like curled up like a you know like the duck how he like swings his head around and like tucks it. You're just yeah. like, like, a yeah. <laughs> like a bagel, yeah, like a bagel. bagel. Yeah. <laughs> so Gimbal, you're asleep for about an hour. It's been about four hours for uh, Bryn and Elliot. Yes. And all of a sudden, you hear a very large crashing sound as Elliot's cot has broken aye. and Elliot landed hard on the floor. Ah, I. Is this what I get? We're not just sleeping outside like I'm used to. <laughs> Bryn yep. jumps up out of t- pure terror and tries to find her bow and stuff. <laughs> it's okay, floor. Lass. Lass, it's fine. It's, it's just me and the shotty, shotty cut they gave us. They really do just want us all to sleep in this bed together. Okay, how do I feel? Did my, my exhaustion gone away? Your exhaustion is going to stay because your cut fell and you kind of didn't get a nice sleep after that. So you have one level of exhaustion. You're still going to have two levels because you kind of spent a little bit longer so you yes. didn't quite get a good night's rest and you are feeling rested it's the next morning it is the next morning Ugh. all right are, are you too hungry do you want to go down to the I, yeah i'll get some food <sighs> in me and, and then would be great i can start making take i can start turn. take my turn because i'm still exhausted i need to rest up why don't you more. why don't you hang out here a bit or let's do, you want to fancy another steam with that rejuvenate of us i'm thinking some food and then a little more sleep for me and then maybe another right. steam. Yeah, so I think we are going to head down, uh, get some food, and then I'm going to let you go into the binder house. And I think, Stumbleduck, what you say? And there's like, like right outside the back of the, like in front of the hearth in that like courtyard of the grassy area. I imagine we just kind of pull up a tree situation and yeah. pull up a tree. Yeah. Pull up a tree. <laughs> pull up a tree. Like you take a nap. And also, too, I think I'm just going to hang out and like maybe try to catch them, like just kind of be one with nature. Got cut some some disease. Bryn, you are copying this book down. Go ahead and roll an investigation. You no longer have disadvantage. Thirteen. No, twenty-three. Twenty-three. <laughs> All right. We're adding thirteen. Thirteen. So you're able to read up a little bit about werewolves and were rats and werebores and all sorts of different types of creatures that are like werewolves. And you find a couple of passages on how to hunt them, like you need to have silvered weapons they're no more susceptible to, and they're morally nocturnal on the side. And typically, they're all evil races, but not all of them are evil races. Do I read anything about like where to get these silver weapons? Typically, like a monastery or like a paladin order, you'd be able to purchase silvered weapons from. And then she just starts copying down. She's I'm gonna going to say it's been a couple of hours. Go ahead and roll a Constitution saving throw. Two. Okay. <laughs> so, so that fails. You're going to gain one level of exhaustion and go ahead and roll a D6. Two. So you're taking two damage as well. Oh. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master. I really hope you're enjoying this one shot. If you're enjoying the content, please share it with your friends. Let them know about this exciting podcast. And then also make sure to check out our actual podcast, Carriage Rest Tales. You can find Carriage Rest Tales on any of the podcast platforms or on the website where you're listening to this episode as well. In addition, if you are enjoying the podcast, please consider giving us a five-star review. That's going to increase our visibility and hopefully get us out there in front of more listeners. And without further ado, let's continue the episode.
All right, Celeste, so we left off. Bryn, you took two damage and you took a level of exhaustion as you were working for a few hours reading and copying down this book. It's exhausting. Yes, it is. But I'm <laughs> more exhausted than you. Are you Are you with me? You're not with me. I'm by myself, right? They are out in the courtyard. They pulled up a tree. We pulled and... up a tree? <laughs> okay, so I'm going to walk out and I'm going to find them at the tree. I'm going to pop a squat. I'm all about popping squats on things, apparently. I, I lost, so how did it go? <laughs> it was good. It, the book's very interesting. What are you learning? I'm learning about werewolves. That's really interesting. I met a chap back in the pub, big fella, said he was learning about werewolves. Interesting. Was he reading something? or He was reading a book. And I wonder if he's reading the same book. He might have been. Did you learn? Oh. Oh, you feel like you have an idea there. No, the, the your idea. What's my idea? The idea that uh, he's reading the same book. Yeah, now I wonder if he's reading the same book. So, all right. Well, listen, why don't you start copying over and uh, I'm going to go see if I can find this ogre. How's that sound? Sounds good. I'm a little exhausted still, but. Well, that's all right. And then uh, well, fancy yourself a cup of coffee. <laughs> okay. Here, and she like tosses him a silver. <laughs> what level of exhaustion are you? Two. <laughs> did you not snap? I he I did. Does he get I feel back rested, from his but rested underneath the tree, half a level back, maybe. Maybe yeah, we'll give you one exhaustion back. So you're down All to right. level one exhaustion. All right. Hey, Elliot, you're gonna have to be up here pretty soon. We're exhausted. I understand that, but I'm gonna go find the ogre because maybe I don't have to do it. Maybe that maybe this ogre just knows the book inherently and he can like verbatimly say it or something. We could just bring him with us. Yeah, I like it. Let's go see. Yes, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen, but we'll see. Gimble, you're gonna peel off and start writing writing down more of the book, and we'll cut to you in a minute. Bryn and Elliot, you guys are together or are you doing something separate? Are you fancy a nap? I do fancy a nap. How does exhaustion work? Like we have to have a full night's rest? Full night's rest, yeah. So not oh. till the next day will it be released. So regardless if you nap during the day or not, nothing's well, going to happen. We just did it for Gimbal over there for uh -huh. eight hour nap. So okay. what time of day is it? I'd say it's probably afternoon because you took the morning okay. shift. How about I stay with and you and then I'll get a good night's sleep afterwards. All right. So let's see if we can find this ogre. Okay, let's try it. Uh, I'm going to head back to the hearth first because yep. that's the first time where I met him. He's just chilling out at the hearth? No way. He's chilling out at the hearth. That's yes. easy. Fancy that. Oh, what was the name again? Oh, um, hey, Elliot. Oh, hey there, big guy. How's it going? Oh, little one. Little that's one. That was it. Yes. Uh, it was little and one. And he like, kind of looks off to the side, <laughs> hand on as if that, that was it. Hey there. What you reading? Oh, just this book. That's fantastic. And you said it was about werewolves. Yes. What's the name of the book? How Not to Become a Werewolf. Oh, interesting. Hey, tell me, have you ever read, um, and he looks at Bryn, what's the name of the book we're copying? Mavrov Mighty Discretions. Yeah, have you heard about that book? I haven't heard that book. That seems like probably a pretty rare book. I think so too, but it's also about werewolves. Oh, well, oh it's digressions. I mean, digressions, little one, digressions. digressions. Having a conversation with yourself over there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. I can't read my notes. I, I, I just picture her just like, what? Uh, I don't... <laughs> I have never heard of Masrov's Mighty Digressions. You have not? No. Okay. Well, why just, it's evidently about a little bit about werewolves. You might be something you're interested in. I'll make sure to write it down. But listen, we're currently using down. the book. We're currently using the book right now. So let us finish first, please. Little one, hi, I'm Bryn. I do, oh, I do where have, are my manners? I know. Hello. Hi, hi Bryn. I, I do have a question. Yes. Is there a reason why you're reading how to not turn into a werewolf? Is there something going on? I just try to collect as much knowledge as I can. Ah, to, wonderful. To, to honor my late friend. Who's your late friend? I don't I don't know what his name was. He was the gnome that I had crushed though back when I was uh, not uh, in the right mind. But ever since I got this circlet from him, I can uh, I feel much better. 
I, I'm not really from around here. What's a circlet? What, what you point into? And he points to his head and he's wearing like a little, not like a tiara, but like a little crown type headband. That is very pretty. And he's going to look at Bren. You want to tell us a little bit more about crushing your friend? Well, you know, ogres aren't really known for being the brightest or... The most dexterous. The most dexterous, yes. And, um, well, that was me back in the day. And, uh... I accidentally, in my savagery, had crushed that little one. And, um, well, I guess it was the best thing for me because he had this little circlet. And ever since then, I've been able to comprehend and be a productive member of society ever since I've been wearing it. Interesting. So I I took the name Little One in his honor. Little One. So what's this thing do for you? Does it make you read faster? Just helps me remember things. It looks like you have an idea there. Yeah, hey, Elliot, let's uh, step aside really quick. A uh, little one, you fancy a mead or a coffee or something? Yes, I would like a mead. Absolutely. Oh, my friend and I will go grab you one. Yes. Do you mind if Thank we join you. you? Sure. Wonderful. Okay, so Bren like hurries and grabs Elliot and uh, yeah, he's like dragging okay. him along. Yes, yes, I'm here. We're not going anywhere. Little one was the name on the book. What book? From when we were ver- first in uh, Matros's... Uh, oh, it was the little one. Oh, now, was it this little one or the little one he crushed? Good question. So do you think he knows Matros? I don't know. Let's ask. You're very smart. Very observant. Thank you. All right, let's get to the meat. Did you want to meet our coffee? How about a coffee? I need a coffee. Let's get to your coffee. Yes. Extra, extra tall, please. So we're going to go get coffees and go back and talk to Little One. What are you trying to learn from Little One? Uh, We want to know if he knows Matrix. Yes, he does know Matrix. He would regale you with the story of how... He wanted to make sure that his circlet never fell off of him. So he contracted Matris to basically pass that magic onto him permanently. Little one, are you an author yourself? No, I'm not quite far enough along in my education to be an author. Interesting, but you like to scribe? I like to read. Ah, don't we all? I haven't been able to comprehend language like this in such, well, ever since Little One. Knowledge is very mighty. Do you know much about Little One that you had the accident? I don't know anything about him other than he gifted me my life now. Tis what they say, circle of life. As you are drinking your mead bread, you pick it up with your left hand and stinging feeling goes through your hand. And then you notice that you have a couple of bite marks on your left hand, (laughs) like on the back of your hand. Ouch. All right, what, bit, what bit me? Do I see anything? Nope. Elliot, something bit me. I? Well, she, Elliot's going to look around. What, what, was it like a bug or a fly or something? I don't see anything anywhere. Um, Interesting. Can I roll investigation and look around? Sure. I'm assuming I don't need to roll again because that was a one. <laughs> yeah, no. You so don't five. Notice, you don't notice anything. <laughs> Interesting. We're going to cut scenes over to Gimbal. You are recording down, and this time when you're reading through, your passage is talking about the various different demon lords. So you feel like, oh, yep, I'm actually getting to where I need to be at. Talking about demons and the various types of ways that they'll enter the planes. And you kind of start to doze off a little bit because you're just feeling so tired. So you're going to take one level of exhaustion and go ahead and roll a d6. One level on top of the level I already have, so I'm back to two. You're back to two. Three. You feel like a pain in your left hand. And you look down, and as you're holding the book down, you have noticed that it has had a mouth protrude from it, wrapped around and grabbed the back of your hand, and is currently sucking the life out of you. Oh my gosh. But you didn't notice, because you were over here writing, and then, you know, but you're like, ah, and then you went to, like, flip the page, and it, like... Bitch, and you're like, oh my goodness. Can I pull my hand away? Or is it hooked on me? You can definitely pull your hand away, and we're going to go ahead and roll initiative for uh, Gimbal there. (sighs) Could I fight the book? Ten. Ten. Okay, I got an eight, so you get to go first. It bit you. 
and now you can react. Okay. I'm going to take out my daggers. Okay. No, that, no. I'm going to run. No, you're not. No, don't. Stop. No, no, do you no. Do you want to do? No, no, no. Don't. You can't. Do what you were going to do. Just hey, do what you were going to do. Hey, do I still have that poison? No, you used it for the uh, mimic. Remember? You oh, dropped thought, it on the I mimic. I thought it was just one drop. Yeah, no. I thought I had more. I mean, technically, you did do a drop, but I think he's going to make you yeah, yeah. not have it anymore. No, um, I'm not taking out my daggers because we need information in this book. I'm not going to destroy it. You, no, no, no. You don't look at my crazy eyes. You do you. What are you going to do? It's your turn, though. I'm going to run and get the rest of the group. I'm going to lock the door behind me so no, that book's not going anywhere. As you turn to run, the book transforms into a bat and starts flying after you. That's a little bit better than fighting a book. <laughs> Sorry, Sounds like the book bat. is everything, whatever it wants to be. <laughs> the book is everything. Oh. Knowledge is everything. The dare poster. So you're just running? I'm. Yeah, even though my speed is halved right yep. now because I'm at a level two. <laughs> Go ahead you're stealthy, dick. right? Go ahead and roll a dexterity <laughs> check as you're trying to close this door before the book can escape. The book bat. The bat book. Bat book? Bat book. book. Dexterity book. check. Is that... It's a d20. Yep. Right. D20 and add your dexterity modifier, but you have disadvantage because you have one level of exhaustion. Well, my disadvantage roll makes it two plus my two, so four. So you try to shut in the bat, kind of gets its way through it. Now you're in the kind of the, like the lobby area, and it's going to transform into like a ball of light that's about okay. three feet wide, and it's going to shock you with uh, electricity. Okay. Uh, does an 18 hit you? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep, mm-hmm, that hits. Yep. Yep. You gain a second level of exhaustion, and you roll a d6. So I gain a third level of exhaustion. A third level of exhaustion, yep, and you roll a d6 to see how much damage you take. Oh, my God. Four. Stumbleduck's going to die. Stumbleduck's not looking too good. Question. So cure wounds, does that cure exhaustion as well or it no? It does not. Okay. You got to get him to bed for like two that days. That was its attack. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is um E. Bryant... Crutchin Field anywhere around here? You haven't really made any noise yet, so I don't know if E. Bryant would notice anything yet, but he is definitely in the room. All right, I'm shouting for help. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> oh my goodness! And then he's gonna go just like run past you and like throw the doors open. He's like, we need some help in here! We need some help in here! <laughs> um, Do we hear him? You guys definitely hear. Reverse eye formation! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Power stack! <laughs> That's what we'll call it. And then, Gimbal, you see that the doors are open to the outside, or you can stay in this confined room with this creature. I'm going to make my way to the doors. I assume that's what you would yes. do. For our listeners, what does three levels of exhaustion do to you? So level one was disadvantage on ability checks. Level two halves my speed. Level three makes disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Not like a hot. No. So we're going to kind of, I feel like we're like at the hearth. We see these doors sling open. They run into the quad, it, like stumble into the quad more or less. So we're going to go check it out. Can we see the creature from where we're standing? Once you get outside, you'll see Stumbleduck kind of running out of the House of Binder, and you'll see this floating three-foot light energy source following after him. Come help! I'm being attacked! (laughs) And we'll let you guys go now in the initiative order. 19. Five. So it's going to be Elliot, Gimbal, Book. Bryn. Gimbal just ran out. The book is chasing you. So we'll say it is Bryn's turn. Bryn is going to pull out her longbow and. Luckily, Elliot's pretty short. Er, Gimbal's pretty short. Gimbal's pretty short. Yeah, so the book's I, floating I think, behind him. Yes, so I think I'll be able to try to shoot my arrow. Uh, 16, uh, 21. That hits. So now you can roll your damage. Hopefully, I get more than a one this time. 
Six. Six. Did you add? Plus my dexterity, which plus three. So nine. Nine. It takes the nine damage. You see the arrow kind of hit into the center of that light ooze that's floating around and it definitely reacts to it. It kind of lets out like a little spark of light. So you definitely feel like you dealt damage to it. And that brings us up to Elliot. Elliot's gonna, he's continuing to run towards it. And at the same time, he's gonna ask Stumbleduck, what's going on? It's the, the book. It transformed into this crazy, I don't even know. First it was a bat. Then it's coming at me like uh, this ray of light or whatever it is. This is the book. This is the book. This is the, oh, I. This is the book. Mavrov's mighty digressions. Are there any wizards in the courtyard? Uh, right now, no. <laughs> right, what, so what? It's a it's a ball of light. Is what we're looking at. Yep, it's about a three foot diameter ball of light. All right, uh, he's just gonna run up and hit it with his axe. Leap over Stumbleduck. Yeah, two handed, seven. And you trip over Stumbleduck. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Wasn't you, a one. You leap over Stumbleduck and you try to swing, but you are just kind of misjudged it. So you miss. And I I only have one attack. Gimbal. Let's see. I'm going to still move a little bit further away from him because I'm, I'm guessing I was, what, like five feet away from him then? Yeah. I'm going to try to get like 15 feet. Yeah, you keep trying to move away from it. Yeah, and pull out my short bow. And shoot it? Yep. You have disadvantage, I think, on attack rolls. I do. <laughs> you do. So that was a 22. Oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> and this is a nine. Yeah, that misses. Okay. Yeah, you're just having a little trouble pulling the drawstring back because you're just so tired. <laughs> Elliot does a 17 hit you. It does. You are going to take 10 necrotic damage, but you don't take a level of exhaustion. <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that fancy? As it lets out a lightning attack on you. Oh, fantastic. I don't think I have anything that saves against lightning. <laughs> and then Bryn, I think we're back up at you. Okay, so Bryn's going to shoot another arrow. 23. 23 hits? Eight. So I think you get a nice solid hit in. It lets out a little bit of light, so you know. And it got a little bit smaller, so now it's maybe a two-foot diameter sphere. Sorry, question. If I turn into an animal, and then I use all of its hit points, and I die, come back to myself with the hit points that I have. Originally, yep. So it's like an extra set of hit points. Correct. I think we're getting our first druid shape shift. Yeah, sorry, guys. Give me a second. All right, we're in a library. (laughs) We're in a library. We're in the courtyard. Yeah, right outside it, yeah. Is that going to help you? Pick what animal you are. Yeah, it is. I'm thinking lion, the witch, in the wardrobe. I should be a lion. <laughs> oh, there you go. All right, I'm going to turn into a lion. So, okay. okay, well, two things I can do. I can do that as a bonus action. So as my action, I'm going to cast fairy fire on the book. So each object in a 20-foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or purple light. Your choice. I'm going to pick purple. Any creature in the area when the spell is cast is also outlined in light if it fails a dexterity saving throw. For the duration, objects and affected creatures shed a dim light of 10-foot radius. Any attack rolls against the affected creature or object has advantage if the attacker can see it. I think sturdy saving throw is a 17. Um, it's against my save spell DC? Yep. Is a 12. Yep. So I passed. Okay. So what does that mean? Probably nothing happens to me, I guess. Other than you wasted a spell cast. I <laughs> wasted a spell. We'll check you off here. <laughs> and now I'm annoyed. And I'm going to turn into a ferocious lion. What does a lion sound like? <laughs> That's Perfect. actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hurt my jaw. Lions actually like huff. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I've been lied to by that. Uh, lion King. Oh, I was thinking the movie company that has the lion at the start of it. Yeah. MGM. Yeah, it's actually a tiger that does that. Is it an action or no? It's a bonus action. 
And because of my druid circle, I can cast shapeshift as a bonus action. Okay. I don't know if it's called shapeshift. Whatever okay, it's called. Sounds good. So you're a, wild shape. You're a lion for next time. Yes, I'm a lion. So all of a sudden, you guys see me like do this thing, and like a little purple light comes out of my hands, but nothing happens. And then I like roll my eyes, and all of a sudden, a gigantic lion um, with a huge mane of hair tied up in a bun um, <laughs> is in front of you. And, and I don't think you guys can you know. have your kilt be like your neck like your band it's almost like a bandana or yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but y- and you guys don't know this no, oh yeah 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 all right so gimbal that brings us up to you all right I'm gonna try and take another shot with my short bow Roll a disadvantage that would be a 13 and that would be a seven that misses you got really distracted when this lion appeared <laughs> And Bryn's like, holy crud! <laughs> what just happened? The book is going to attack the lion that is now in front of it, because it's in melee range. Uh, does a 14 hit the lion's armored class? Yes. It, you take seven necrotic damage. Okay. Bryn. Okay, so is the lion between the book and Bryn? Yes. And how far is Bryn? <laughs> how far am I away? Probably about 30 feet. Okay, well. <laughs> Bryn, book, and the lion. <laughs> <laughs> Brynn's like uh, okay there's a lion there's a book she's just gonna like put her bow back pull out her short sword and uh, start running in the 30 feet to okay. try to yeah you can close the distance and yeah. then swing away swing away alright swing away alright well that's a natural 20 oh so that's a natural wanna... 20 yeah so the way we do natural 20s is you get your max damage so that's gonna be what was the maximum damage you could do with your sword 6 6 plus your Dexterity, Dex. so uh, nine. Nine, so you're gonna do nine, and now just roll like you normally would. Like a, a d20? Or well, the like, d- a, a, like, like your the, normal damage, so d6. Okay. Four. Plus, right. your d- Plus your dex. Dex, which is three, so seven. So you do a total of 16 damage to it as you come in and just get an amazing hit on it, because it's distracted yeah. also by this random lion that just appeared out of nowhere. Woo! Lion, it's your turn. You can call me. Elliot. Elliot the lion. So the lion has something called pack tactics and the lion has advantage on attack rolls against a creature if at least one of the lion's allies is within five feet of the creature and the ally isn't incapacitated. So we are going to give it a bite is what I want to do. (laughs) 17. Thank you. 1d8. Ooh, seven to hit. Piercing damage. What does it look like when you kill this ectoplasm of floating light? So I imagine that the lion like just jumps up and like encapsulates the whole ball of light like in its mouth and does a like shake of its head. And then when the light disappears, does the book come back? No, it does not. (sighs) Instead, you just see little bits of puddles of goo all over the place. Goo? From the ectoplasm that has been no longer able to hold form. Does he like the taste of it? I'm gonna roll for that. You tell me. Sure, you can roll for it. We'll do a roll. If you uh, like. Even or odd? Somebody. Odd. Even. I should probably just dis- decide in my head what it's gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Even he likes it. Ooh, he likes it. Okay. He likes like. So, <laughs> finally, after this, it's a pretty short encounter. About a minute later, E. Bryant returns with some people, like in actual like armor and knives and swords and they come up and they see a lion that is licking up the <laughs> ground for some reason and they say I, I thought it was like a bat but sure and they start getting like ready to attack this <laughs> lion <laughs> and it's like hold up we're good we're good we just need another book 
the lion is now like licking its own paws and like pushing back its mane, <laughs> readjusting so, its man bun. Yeah. So the lion's with you. But yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Is he like you're familiar? Uh, n- sure. No, he's not. <laughs> Companion. Well, that's. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Me too. And he's gonna look yeah. at Kimball. Are you are you okay? <laughs> I well, I got this bite on my hand right now. Hopefully that you know will heal. But I'm more worried about that book. That book was very important to what we were doing. Yeah, it was. Uh, that was the third book that's done that. I don't know what what's going on. Are they all from a certain part of the library? I, we'll have to look into that. But in the meantime, let us give you guys one of the noble suites so you guys can really relax as we, you know, dive into the, what this is. Bryn starts like rubbing Elliot because he's just purring. Like he's so excited. <sighs> <laughs> I was going <laughs> to. Can I roll to try to persuade him to also comp us a scribe to scribe the book for us? Sure. You can roll for <laughs> persuasion. You have disadvantage. Yeah. How about I do it? <laughs> Go for it. Two. Yeah. <laughs> no, that would be a 19. Plus Ooh, plus 20. Dirty 20. I'll also talk to the higher ups to see if we can um, do that, but I, I, I'm sure we can we can arrange that with incident that happened here. But let's let's look into it and I'll uh, we'll treat you guys to a, a bath as well, so you can get cleaned up. I'll have Wade present you guys with the, a key to a noble state we appreciate that thank greatly. you yes ellie do you need anything else <laughs> i can't understand you <laughs> right i can't understand oh that's right, i think you can lying. understand but you can't speak oh back. i can understand them i'm gonna like because i don't want to come out of lion form yet i'm gonna like look at you look at the goo look at you look at the goo look back at you Hey, Stumbleduck, do you have another one of your bottles? Can you pick up some of that goo? Oh, I, yeah, I do have some more bottles of my toys. Doc- yeah. Dr- He's going to shake Doc- his Dr. head. Line. <laughs> Dr. Lion. Dr. Lion just shake his head and be like, <sighs> or maybe not. So you guys are able to bottle up some of <laughs> yeah. this goo. So you have one egg- bottle of goo. And you guys are given a key to a noble room. And you're given a free bath. I don't know what Elliot's doing during this um, time. Elliot well. is a druid, and he, like, I feel like anytime he goes into a wild shape, he's just really comfortable, and it's kind of really relaxing for him, and he has worked so hard over the last few days. So he <laughs> is probably just going to walk around the court of air um, as a lion, stretching, maybe bask in the sun, maybe take a nap. Take a little cat nap? Yeah, take a little cat nap in the sun and just, just hang. I'd say probably within the hour he's going to transform back to himself. Okay, sounds good. I'm going to go up to that noblest noble room and I'm going to sleep. Okay, it sounds good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to sleep and you know remove one of your levels of exhaustion each day that you're going to be staying here. It happens during the investigation. They will inform you that three books in total had turned into monsters over the last couple of months. And two of the owners that have brought in and presented the books that have turned into monsters are still in Candlekeep. And that's what you find out. You find out that one of them is named Yalrin High Scroll. He brought in a book that you guys were actually using, which was Mazroff's Mighty Digressions. Oh. And Valor was another person that brought in a book that was on Planar. It doesn't matter what it was. On. She had brought in another book. And she is also still in Candlekeep. And the third person has already left. And you can't really talk to them. 
They will also inform you that there is not another copy of Masroff's Mighty Digressions. So there's nothing for you guys to copy, but if you find a version of it, they will copy it for you. Okay. So they do accept that they'll pay to have it professionally scribed for you, but they just, unfortunately, that was the only copy they had because it is a more rare book. Can we ask if um, the books turned into different monsters or were they all that like blob of light? Um, they would say that they each turned into a monster, but eventually turned into that blob of light. What is, are they giving us this report? Is this investigation like three days later? Is it later that day? Oh, is it? Yeah. I'd say a couple of days later. So you, so for all intents and purposes, yeah. before you guys leave, you can eliminate your exhaustion. Okay. okay. Well, I didn't want to leave yet. I, I feel like we need to go talk to Yarwin High Scroll. Well, that's what I was going to say. I just couldn't remember where all of us were at. Yeah, I think we're together. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I say we go start talk to high school and see if he can tell us where another book is or if he knows the spell. Or where he got that book from. That's. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can zone this a long rest. You said a long rest. That means you can take your hit points out. And um, Dr. Lyon, what were you wanting us to do with that goo? <laughs> <laughs> Last, it wasn't quite, it wasn't the goo. I was wanting to know if there was another copy of the book. Oh. That's where I was looking at you, looking at the book, because we well, got a free scribing of a book that we don't need, that we can't find. Tis all. I just, just didn't you, know. Maybe they had two copies. I thought you wanted a snack for what later. Kind of, they're supposed to be. I'll tell you, the goo was quite delicious. Well, I still got some if you want it. I hope I didn't frighten y'all with my with my changing like that. It threw me off for a moment, but then yeah. I saw you were on our side. Probably should have said that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Also, it might be beneficial down the road, maybe if one of you can learn to speak with animals. I feel like we should work on that. We should. I had I back, should. back home, it was all something we all could do. Is this something to expect regularly from you? Is it all kinds of animals? I mean, semi-regularly, yeah. I am a druid. Yeah. I am one with the, fire, the fae and the land and the, the nature. That's why I don't really like to eat them, because I can be them, and I wouldn't fancy someone like eating me. Fair enough. I So, where are we at? We're going to stay here and help these. I think we need to go talk to high school. Do yes. we want to? Yeah, Yarwin. I'd agree. Maybe if he brought the book, maybe he's read the book and we can get some information from him. Or, or maybe know or where there's another copy. Yeah. I, or where this book came idea. from that all of a sudden is X'd. Interesting. All good questions. Yeah, I hope he's not. Yeah, all good questions. All right. Let's see if we can find the trap. Eye formation. <laughs> I agree. Should we go ask Wade? He's the one that's booking rooms for everybody. Yeah, oh, I think that'd idea. be a brilliant idea. Yeah. Going to talk to Wade, he would inform you that Yarlin High Scroll is currently in the hearth, and he's talking with some other colleagues of his. I say we go to the hearth. Let's go talk to him. Should we? Should, let's let's make a little plan here. Should we try and like sit next to him and over here first, and then try to, or should we just straight up approach him? I well, how many? That's a good call. Do we want to just do a little spying first, see what we can overhear, and then before we introduce ourselves? Although I will say, I'm sure they probably know who we are. We've made quite a spectacle. This is true. Right, would you... <clears throat> wait, what's the buzz around town? We have some adventures in town, and they were able to take care of one of the monsters all on their own. Oh, that would be us. Yes, it would. Well, maybe we need to sit down and see if they come to us. Let's go sit the table right next <clears throat> to them there. I think a good idea. Maybe we'll just see what we can overhear. I like this idea, Stumbleduck. All right. I'll get us the meads. We'll get the table. As soon as you guys walk into the hearth, Yarlin sees you and immediately steps up like he stands up to the point where like his chair just like falls back behind and makes quite a bit of clatter he comes rushing he's like oh my goodness i am so sorry the name's yarlin high school and he takes his hand and he's like trying to shake all of your guys's hands it's like i had no idea that that was a cursed book i feel so embarrassed that i brought it here please let me know if there's anything i can do to well within my means to be able to uh assist in um making amends for this 
Yeah, actually, we were wondering. We had a couple questions. Oh, yes, anything. Because that that really freaked us out, that whole thing. What, yeah, where, I, where'd you get that book? I got that book at a stall at the Wide. That's a big merchant area down in Boulder's Gate. At the Wide at Boulder's Gate. You guys would have heard of the Wide before. It's kind of like an open-air bazaar okay. in Boulder's Gate, which is one of the major cities in the Forgotten Realms. Was there an extra copy? They, they might have extra copies there, but I, I got it because it was just such a good steal, and it seemed very underpriced, and now I, I, I understand it was probably because it was a cursed book. But I didn't know that when I got it. And again, please, accept, I am so sorry that you guys ended up with that. I had no idea it was a cursed book. Did you get to read any of it before you turned it in? I mean, I had already read this book before, so it was, you know, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, it's just a copy of a book. And it was fairly cheap, so I was like, oh, I'll pick it up because I'm sure well, I needed to come to Candlekeep to research some things anyway. So I was like, oh, I'll just use that as a present and um, gain entry. Can we roll to see if he's telling the truth? You certainly can. What is that? As an insight, insight. check. Seven. Seventeen. Uh, dirty twenty. Bryn and Gimbal, you guys would definitely know that he's being sincere and trying to give the information. He's not really trying to hide anything. He is very embarrassed about the situation. <clears throat> Elliot, you're not sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, um, not, you're not used to talking with this type of people. You're used to being with your lumberjacks and yeah. the druids. And, um, what's his name? His name was Yarlin High Scroll. Yarlin High Scroll. Mr. High Scroll. Yes. So, I, we, I mean, absolutely accept your apology. I mean, I don't think it's just you that hexed the book. Me fo- no. no. It makes me absolutely. feel so well. But I do have a few more questions. I feel here when my, my, my friends were copying over the book, you know, it was quite exhausting for them. When you were holding the book or carrying it or reading it yourself, did you ever feel really tired? No, you mentioned it. I did feel quite tired in my travels from Boulder's Gate. More tired than usual? Yeah. Yeah, probably more tired than usual. Interesting. Mm. I do remember that the... the Stall, I think, had the word Dune in it. Dune. 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 Yeah, I don't remember the actual name of the stall. Like D O O N. Like D D U N E. Oh, Dune. The wide, you can find anything and everything you want there, but oh, it's just so crowded. And I'm sorry I don't have more information on that, but. Were there other books that look like this there? Well, it was, it was a bookstore. I understand that, but the book lo- so, looks pretty unique, I think. Well, yeah, it was in their rare collection of books. Interesting. Uh, did you have the time, the chance to read it at all? I had already read this book before. Oh, you've read the book before? Yes. Oh my gosh, what? A, how? That is just perfect. We're we're in the need of the knowledge of the book. Okay, I could tell you it was about, and he was just going to repeat like the same things that you guys have already discovered about the book. So, Very more high level and. Okay. Can I know. can I do a history check? Sure. To try to remember what exactly what spell Mistress wanted out of that book. Or did, he, did he ever tell us? He never told you guys. Okay. We forgot to ask. Yeah, Elliot had yeah. rolled that, or Rin. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I can't um, remember. One of us did in the You guys had rolled that earlier. Okay. You couldn't remember it. You remember that he said he needed the book for a spell in it, but then nobody specified what the spell was. Okay. For some reason, we were thinking it was a pamphlet and not a book. <laughs> Thought it'd be easy just to look at it. <laughs> we're thinking it was 500 pages. Oh. Live and learn. <laughs> Well, High Scroll, thank you so much for that detailed encounterment. You wouldn't by chance know or can recall any spells specifically that would help trap a demon in a tree. Uh, or a living a tree? object. Or a living object? I mean, no. I mean, I'm sure that was in the section on demons, but at this point, it's been years since I read the book. I wouldn't be able to recall the necessities of a spell within it. I feel like... 
We like, need to head out to this market to see I if we can get so. a second copy. Off to the white at Boulder's Off to the Y. Uh, what time of day is it? Dusk. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what do you think? We got a couple more nights here. You want to just want to just take another snooze up in that tower and then head out? Head out first thing in the morning. Yeah, I think that should be sounds good. divine. I think sounds good. Well, listen, High Scroll, if you find yourself in any more predicaments, I guess we'll be here for the next day or so. Let us know. But for now, I think we're going to we're gonna head back. Thanks again for trying to kill us. And like <laughs> jabs him in the shoulder a bit. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. All, much, all fun and games. We're all, we're all alive. It's all good. That's right. As you guys leave and go back to your nicer estate room, you will be again greeted and like brought up fresh hot meal like they're really trying to make amends for having this screw up that happened for them and they will let you know that if you can find a copy of the actual book Mazroff's Mighty Digressions that they would be happy to give you a helm of comprehend language which is a magical helmet because they really want to have this situation resolved particularly what they want more than the copy of the book is they want to know who's responsible for sending them these cursed books because it is really starting to hinder the reputation of Candlekeep. You know what? I think we could maybe ask some more questions. Could we go see the other guy? Yes, you can. What was his name? Valor. Valor. Uh, where was Valor? Where did we find Valor? Valor, you'd ask Wade, and he would mention that Valor is currently on the roof, reshingling the roof. Okay, that's a little tricky. Uh, so... <laughs> We're going to uh, stand down. T- uh, from- hey there, Valor. Shouting up to the roof. I just shout up to the Valor. rooftop. Valor. Looking over the edge, you see about a 24-year-old tiefling. What do you want? Hi, are you Valor? Yeah, I'm Valor. I can, um, you got a second for a quick conversation? I'm a little busy up here. I- I we see that, but I promise the conversation's worthwhile. I'm not sure about that one. Go ahead and roll a charisma saving throw if you, or uh, charisma check if you want to. Seven. She just immediately goes back to doing her work. <laughs> hey, Valor, come on. We got some, I heard you brought some weird books here. We're going to ask you about it. If I answer your questions, will you leave me alone? I, of course, we don't really want to talk to you. <sighs> All right, I'll be right down. And then they Well, like, that's good because we were going to come up there. And then they repel back down. What do you want? Give me five minutes, and I got to get back to this. I want to reshingle this so I can pay off my debt and I can get out of here. What, what's your debt, debt for? For what? Well, I got to make amends for giving him a cursed book. I didn't know it was cursed, but I can't leave it as that. I do. You where'd you get the book from? Oh, I got it from some shop in um, the wide. In the wide, do you remember the name of the shop? Um, no, I don't. Remember. I, it, I I hate the wide. It just stinks of greed. There, just. Ugh. I excess. No one likes a good excess. Yeah, it's it's. I, would you recognize it if I told you? Would it, could it possibly be Dune? Maybe Dune's in the name. I remember it was not in the, the center. It was kind of like on one of off streets. Not an ideal location. Was it an actual physical building or more like a tent? Uh, more like a tent. Gotcha. Do you remember like the lady or the 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 person that sold you the book? What they looked like? Who took your money? I mean, she had brown hair. I don't. I don't was know. Was it what you a, part, a human? Yeah, it was a human. Human with brown hair. Yeah. Do you remember how much you paid for the book? I mean, it was fairly cheap for the book. It was about 30 gold or so. Fairly cheap, 30 gold. Well, it was a pretty rare book. What, book. what book was it? It was Dark Hunger. So Dark Hunger. Interesting. Yeah, it's about a, a old demon that, you know. Does this demon have any black ooze? Arms. 
No, 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 nothing about that. It was more ancient story. Did this book make you feel more exhausted when you trekked from the wide to here? Yeah, I mean, I mean, normally that's a pretty easy. I don't really get tired on the road, but yeah, I was pretty tired that to that that pass. That makes sense. A strapping lady like yourself who can handle this journey quite fine. Yep. I. Any other questions we have for him? I don't think so. Well, listen, we're uh, we're heading to the wide ourselves, so if we find a copy of the book, well, we'll just leave it there because we don't have 30 gold to buy it. <laughs> so, but I guess we'll let you know if we do find another one. Okay, thank you. I mean, I don't really need it. I've read that book also. I was really using it to get you know research into the next demon I'm going to be slaying. So, What demon are you trying to slay? Oh, there was some demons that popped up that a town was hiring me to kill, and I just needed to read up on you know how to take care of this particular type of demon. And what'd you find out? Oh, a ritual that I need to cast in order to like entrap them or something like that. I'm not sure. I'm still still trying to figure it out, but then I got roped into fixing this roof so I could pay back my debts. Do you have this spell? No, that's what I'm, I came here for, but oh, then my book for. became possessed and tried to kill a wizard or something. So, What book were you going to be using to find this spell? That's what I came for. I don't know what the book is, but I was just researching. Oh. Interesting. Valor, you think if we put in a good word... Uh, here and we got you out of this shingle business that uh, you maybe could help us because we're kind of in the same predicament. We got a demon that we need to put back in a tree. Well, I'd be very happy to help you. I am the demon hunter Valor. Interesting, Mr. Valor. All right, let's uh, do this. Mrs. Valor. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Or just where, Valor. Where are my manners? Valor. Well, let's uh, do this. We're going to go have a conversation. Uh, see, the council keep kind of owes us. You know, we did slay a light ball. So we'll, uh, we'll go see if we can maybe that's not really your fault you didn't know the book was possessed having them work off this damage i feel like that's a bit absurd don't you agree it is and i i don't think yarlin was doing any work yeah yarlin definitely didn't do any work all right so we're gonna go have some conversation and see if we can get you out of this pickle i feel like they kind of owe us one anyway sure all right so where are you staying valor in the rooms okay all right can we go talk to who would we talk to as you guys leave valor just climbs back up and goes back to reshingling the wolf you would talk to wade and you would find out that the candle keep didn't require valor to do anything but valor being the more noble person was like i need to make a a pens for what i was doing so that's why she's staying to to redo everything well she's gonna he's gonna look at her friends feel a fancy shingling a roof I feel like if we maybe help her, maybe. And maybe she'll owe us one. Sounds like a plan to me. And I just feel like having a demon slayer in the back of our pocket might be good later. I agree with you there. Absolutely. All right. We're going to go back. And- okay. Hey, Valor. Yes. Fancy some help. And literally just going to start climbing up, not even waiting for her to reply. All right. Yeah, get up here. But don't slow me down. Look at these thighs. <laughs> these are lumberjack thighs. Do you think I'd ever slow you down? Let's go. Works twice as fast as her. Yeah, I'll say you guys are able to reshingle the roof just fine. And Valor is quite appreciative that you are able to re- help her reshingle the roof. I And then she's going to suggest that she still needs to research how to actually kill this demon or slay this demon or entrap Absolutely. this demon. So she's going to stay to try to finish her research. No, we totally get that. We're going nice. to head out to the wide and just let's just stay in contact. Mm-hmm. And we exchange like carrier pigeon addresses. Sure. <laughs> I don't know how people stay in contact, right? Like sending she stones. I really like the carrier pigeon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> carrier pigeon contact. Like um, we'll my say owl will talk to your, your owl. owl. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. We'll say that Candlekeep has a an owlry. <laughs> 
that would be able to give her a message. And she agrees to stay for another 17 days or so. Okay. Okay. So she donated like three books because she knew she was going to be there for a while and so on so forth. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I guess we're going to just head out to the wide, right? Off to the wide. Oh, what a wonderful story that has been. Thank you for joining us on that adventure. We hope, we hope we'll see you again at the Carriage Rest Inn. guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master at Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode.